Hello and welcome back for another episode of the Accessible Technology Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Slough, and this is a podcast all about the everyday technologies that are accessible for disabled people, as well as covering what technologies are less accessible if you are someone with a disability. And that also covers how technology companies can continue making their technology even more accessible for disabled people, if that is something that you're also into. My interest in accessible technology comes largely from the fact that I am paralysed from the neck down, which means that my only bit of movement is my head. For that reason, I use everyday technology by using a chopstick or a stylus in my mouth. So if that also sounds like something that you're also interested in learning more about, you can find out more by searching for the Accessible Technology Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, on Google Podcasts and Spotify. And please make sure that if you think someone else would also be interested in hearing about all of this that you share it as well. I plan on updating this podcast three times a week which will hopefully mean that I can move on to more regular and more recent stories quite soon. So please keep an eye out for all of that if it's something that you want to keep on learning more about. In this episode, I'm going to be reviewing the iPhone 13. And since this episode is covering pretty much the same details as were covered in the last episode, Please let me just repeat some of the facts in case you didn't get to hear all of that. So as mentioned in the last episode, Apple first announced the iPhone 13 during an Apple event on the 14th of September 2021. And it was also announced that the iPhone 13 would be available in five different colours, including red, blue, midnight, pink and starlight. It also comes with cinematic mode, which lets you record videos in a style that would normally only be possible with cinema quality cameras. But now that I've given you all of these details, let me jump straight into the review. So the iPhone 13 was released by Apple in 2021. 
with all of its most up-to-date and advanced features being promoted at the forefront. Coming with better durability, which is good front and centre, the A15 Bionic chip, which gives you lightning fast functionality to when it comes to getting wonderful. The most advanced camera system that has been seen on any iPhone and a much larger battery which will give you an hour or more compared to other earlier models depending on what you are updating from. The iPhone 13 has been promoted as being the most powerful iPhone for those of you who don't like the notch. It has been reduced in size and the camera mo module noise it had a diagonal. Adding in the A15 chip, this noise adds extra speed for anyone who wants to use their phone as a computer so it has something to help those who need speed for everything as well as adding speed the a15 bionic chip also improves photo processing Although the camera uses the same f1.6 aperture and 12MP sensor that it always has, the new wide lens has censorship optical image stabilization, which, according to Apple, allows in 47% more light. Another camera that has been added is the ultra-wide-angle camera with much improved low-light performance but also shows highly impressive light modes for those. iPhone 13 also lets its users take advantage of Apple's advanced photography pipeline by letting you create Set rules for the camera to capture a style of photo while shooting. Some other camera features that are new on the iPhone 13 is the new cinematic mode, which filmmakers will no doubt find interesting. This allows you to track a subject who is important in your film as well as tracking when they turn away and can even be adjusted after recording. Personally, I don't have any experience using cinematic mode at the minute. But if you would like an updated review on what I think about it later, then please let me know. Other capabilities with the iPhone 13 comes with is that it's MagSafe compatible, which I've recently got experience with with the stands that I got, as well as being capable of reaching 5G 
but I also got experience with in the last few months. The sound system as well, when they have their headphones off, is also brilliant. But in relation to 5G, I find it able to connect my phone and keep on playing what I wanted it to play extremely well. So yeah, if you want anything more in depth about either of those topics, I will say more in the future. But even then, there are a couple of bad things about the iPhone 13. One of these is that the micro photography feature is limited to the iPhone 13 Pro. So if you want to get into that style of photography, you'll have to get the dearest model. And something else that is disappointing is that the accessibility features included in iOS Monterey has taken away the ability to enter your passcode if the SID doesn't work, instead requiring you to double-click the side button if you're wanting to purchase anything. And although it gives you the option to use assistive touch, that doesn't really do anything either, as it would mean you'd have to just buy switches to use with it instead of choosing the hardware that is available and that has previously been available. It would be nice if the micro-photography feature was brought to the models that are cheaper to get than the most expensive one. And equally, it would also be nice to have the option for Face ID from previous software updates, which didn't have any problems, and for those options to come back. But what do I think about the iPhone 13 overall? While the phone itself is brilliantly high-tech and a top phone for anyone in the creative industry, the features included in the present iOS software really lets it down. Sometimes you don't want people to know what you're buying and that is no different if you're a disabled person whose phone this is. But this, in fairness, isn't even a problem that is only applying to the iPhone 13 because the same problem showed up in my iPhone X before Christmas. So it must just be a problem that Apple has decided to bring into their newest update, and that is really a pity. So what I would say about this phone overall is that the phone itself is really high tech 
I'm really powerful for anyone in photography, videography, or who is in the music industry. But until Monterey is sorted out, it can't be counted as being completely accessible. But now that I've given you more details about the iPhone 13, let me ask, did you buy it after it was released? And how have you found it if you did? Did you like or dislike anything about it? Or have you not upgraded to it and instead kept an older model? Or do you plan on waiting until some more up-to-date and better looking for some models come out? If you would like to pass on any of your thoughts, you can include them in a review wherever you're listening to this on, as well as via the contact pages over on my Feedstyle Tech Review site, pltechreviews.co.uk, or via my other website, dblau.com. If you're interested in watching the videos that I have uploaded on accessible technology before, you can find all of them by searching for PL Tech Reviews on YouTube. And if you would also like to see a couple of my accessible tourism reviews, as well as my film, TV, theatre reviews and political videos, you can find all of them by searching for Feedstyle Journalism on YouTube. However, if you don't have any time to watch any videos similar to how you feel with this one, you can also find a podcast version of everything that I cover on Feedstyle Journalism by searching for the Thieves Now podcast on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music and Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify and Radio Public. And that's also a podcast where you'll get to hear some breaking tech news as well. So in the next episode, you'll be hearing an outline of everything that was announced at WWDC in 2022 last year. And you'll be hearing everything that I thought about it. After that, I'll be bringing out a review of an Anlan neck massager. And then you'll be hearing an actual article that I wrote for a newspaper last year where I argue whether or not e-gaming should be counted as an equivalent for disabled sports and give a real up-to-date, more modern view.
But anyway, thanks for listening to this complete podcast episode the whole way through. And please follow it if you like what I'm doing. As mentioned, I found to update this podcast three times a week. So that will hopefully mean that I can move on to more recent tech news ASAP. And if you are interested in hearing my thoughts on any of the more recent tech news of this year as well, such as the PlayStation Accessibility Controller, as well as my thoughts on 2023's WWDC, Please make sure to follow because those episodes will be coming up soon. You can also get early access to those videos as well. However, where I react to all of that news if you subscribe to the YouTube channel because they've been uploaded already. But that is absolutely free to do. If you would like to support me via my socials, you can do so by searching for at Now on Twitter and by searching for the real Now on Instagram. But if you would also like to support my Now tech review sites, you can do so by searching for PL Tech Reviews on WordPress, if you have a WordPress account, and by giving it a follow. But if you don't have a WordPress account and you don't want to set up a WordPress account or a business, but still want to support the brand anyway, you can still support all of that by just searching for at PL Tech Reviews on Twitter and on Instagram as those or the socials for those. But anyway, thanks for listening and I'll talk to you all in the next one. Bye!